The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot Your Shot, Paul Sutter, the chosen one. John Grossi, the boss man. John, I believe school's back now. Is it getting there? Uh, I think Long Beach State is back. Let me tell you something real quick. I, I'm glad you brought that up. I hate the pandemic, obviously, as you can tell. But the one good thing is the traffic situation at yeah. Long Beach State is pretty money right now. Well, it's getting worse. Uh, and they're not even they're not even close to being fully back. That's I think like true. very select like classes are back. Could uh, you imagine going back to school right now? Oh, it sounds horrible. I would love to go back for the camaraderie, for not having to do anything. You just chill mm. and do nothing. But God, sitting in class sounds sitting terrible. Sitting in class would be horrible. Just horrible. I believe they're doing like some labs and stuff. The stuff that you can't do. Now they got this term. I don't know if you know asynchronous or synchronous. What is that? We didn't used to do. Well, now the common question, Paul, is is your class synchronous or asynchronous? Asynchronous, you don't even have to be. You don't even have to log on to Zoom. It's online. It's online. It's just whenever. Do it whenever. When do they call it that? That makes no sense. Well, it's the pandemic, Paul. Uh, uh, but yeah, you know me living over here on Atherton now. Yeah, that's going to be not tough looking for you. forward to it. Not Th- looking. That's going to be it. tough for you. Uh, heard you absolutely dominated your performance last week. Oh, you did at the wine bar. <laughs> How'd it go? Uh, went well. You know what? Here's one thing for you. You need to fucking stop with your Friday bullshit. You need to switch it up. Give me a Saturday, maybe a Thursday night. What are you talking about? Played Friday, Saturday. Oh, you played Saturday too. Yeah, where were you? I was working as well. I had to pick up a shift. You want me to pick up a Thursday for you? I would love it. Well, I'm on the front lines, John, battling right now for everybody. Fridays and Saturdays at the pizza place. And so I, I want to enjoy myself a nice relaxing time at the wine bar. Well, I'll try to get a Thursday for you, Paul. Let's come back to Wine Bar for this uh, this uh, this show segment of morality. Of what? Of morality. Do you remember our morality segment last week? Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that later on the back half? Sure. Big interview, by the way. Big, yeah. You, John, you think that I don't come through and I don't get things done. <laughs> I know you're talking about me behind my back. The <laughs> listeners have been doubting me. I came through for us in a big way. Yeah, the this was after huge. The week, Jake Mayer, Calgary Stampeders got their first W last weekend. I don't know if I've ever been more fired up to watch a football game. Can I get the CFL here? Yeah, sometimes it's on it's ESPN. On, isn't it on like late for some reason? No, the time difference isn't isn't that much different. I don't. I know that, but why do I just like remember being up late one time watching CFL? Maybe a rerun. Maybe it was a rerun. Yeah, maybe it was a rerun. So we got Jake Mayer on the show interview. Quarterback, Calgary Stampeders, former LBCC Viking. Is he from for old Coach where's Brett he Peabody? Uh, where did he grow up? I think he went to St. Paul High School. Okay. St. Paul. Good little, well, first off, great name. 
one yeah. of the greater saints, probably the greatest <laughs> saint uh, of all time. Uh, then he went to LBCC, and then he went to UC Davis. Underrated school up there, UC Davis. Not I don't many mind people it. talk about it. I don't mind it. Uh, the, the Aggies, I believe. Yeah, very, good agriculture out there. No, no, okay, I got a. Uh, what's this? What's this called? Answer this for me or something. I got a question. Okay, you have a question. Hit yeah. me. How, think about how many hum, how many humans there are. This is agricultural related. Okay, there's probably a couple billion. And how many chickens we eat every like? How, where are all these chickens? There's a chicken shortage right now, John. I don't know if you've heard. Oh, is there? Yeah. Makes it's sense. A, there's a wing shortage right now. Literally every person eats so many chickens all the time. And eggs. Yeah. I don't understand where all the chickens are. You would think you would see them everywhere. And I've never seen, like, I've barely ever seen chicken. So when chickens get pregnant, do they just have, like, quadruplets all the time? I th- Can they get pregnant all the time? Do they lay, a, first of all, another good question, do they lay a dozen eggs or why did we just start grouping those in 12s? I think some freaking snobby ass fool decided yeah. to name 12 a dozen and they just went with it. Yeah, that's probably true. Pretty fucked up if you ask me. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, so just do chickens just bang all the time? That's what I was wondering. They have to. And where are they banging and where and where are they? Like I'm going to eat 30 chickens that are alive in the next month probably. Yeah, for sure me too. So where are they? How they're up north? They're, yeah, they're in. They're by UC Davis. Oh, the Aggies. Yep. Okay. But you, yeah, you like you drive through the country, you see corn, and you're like, oh, that's right. where corn is. Do you have to? Does do chickens have to grow up in a certain temperature? I don't know. Because we didn't see any. In the I ice. doubt it. Because there's chickens everywhere, right? Did you see them in Mexico? No, but I ate chicken. Me too, but I didn't see any chickens. I didn't see any chickens, but they like chickens in India. Yeah, chickens. I don't know what Russian. Who do you eat. think has the best chicken? Chinese have chicken. You ever had Chinese chicken? I've had orange chicken. Yeah, pretty damn good. Went well, to China Star the other day. Uh, I got the Mongolian chicken and the orange chicken. That's pretty good. It was delicious. <laughs> Extra MSG. Oh, I like that. I don't. I don't even. What is MSG? Do you even know? delicious uh yeah so uh, bottom line is chickens are banging all the time i don't know where they're banging i bet jake knows he's got an agriculture degree i bet yeah. do you have to graduate with a, a minor in agricultural studies we should have asked him that yeah i don't you know what i went into that interview not knowing much about him never been more excited to like meet a guy to, i want to ask him a million questions he's a great dude yeah huh? he's a great guy uh we got that in should we what how much we got should we just toss it to him right yeah, now yeah this guy's awesome all right let's get let's get the, to the interview former lbcc quarterback dude you should have seen this guy play at lbcc he would light it up dude seven touchdown passes like no big deal in, in just the first half like he'd be killing it out there just well it's no surprise john that a brett peabody product is going to deliver like this well a passing quarterback, no better passing league than the CFL. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, all right. Made his debut last week against the Alouettes, I believe. Montreal Alouettes killed it. 908 Athlete of the Week. It is. No offense, but they don't sound very good. The Alouettes? Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Like Alouettes. Al- but Montreal, John, mm-hmm. they got some talent out there. Well, uh, I, didn't a- I wanted to ask him about his accent. If he's picking one up, 
He, I thought he would have more of one. I thought so too. Because we, we're around a Canadian, what, three seconds and we're talking like uh, one? He's a, been around him. Mm. Every day. He's true to his country, that's though. I point. like that. That's a good point. A good respect it. Yeah. But he respects Canada, as yeah, you can sure tell. Yeah, he sure does. He sure does. Uh, all right, let's get to the interview. we got Jake Mayer on the phone. Wow, I swear I got screwed on the old bedroom selection. Every room's like four times as big as mine. On the phone, big time guest. Last week's 908 Athlete of the Week. We got Jake Mayer, quarterback of the Calgary Stampeders. Jake, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Hey, first off, I know uh, in Canada they they pronounce in Canada they pronounce things a little different differently. Is it okay. called is it Calgary or Calgary? What do they say? It's Calgary. Yeah, it's just straight up Calgary. Okay, <laughs> you were pronouncing things a little differently on that on that question. I know there. it's a little bit loose, a little bit loose. You made your debut last week, bro. Congrats. I did. Yeah, it was awesome. Great time. Good. Good to get a W. Get get our get ourselves back on the right track. How many touchdown passes did you throw? Uh, one. I think I yeah. One. one. Oh, it's a W that all is all that matters, John. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially in this level, for sure. <laughs> what What's the storyline of the season right now? I don't. I don't get the Calgary games down here in Long Beach. So fill us in. Did you come in mid season? Is it the beginning? What's going on? Uh, yeah, so we are going into our fourth week. Um, yeah, as a, as a team, we, we started off a little bit slow. Uh, started off 0-2. Um, our starting quarterback ended up uh, getting a bit of a leg injury. Uh, the, he, he tried to play through and, and tried to tough it out. and um, Ultimately, he decided to take, take some time off and, and let, let it recover, let it heal. And week three, I was able to step in and uh, – you know, do my part, and, and ultimately we got our first W of the season. So uh, we're only going into week four, so we got a long way to go. Um, but but we got some momentum, and, and we, we just want to keep it rolling. So that's where we're at. Dude, pretty epic, though. This was your first live-action game for a while, though, no? Because last year was, was uh, uh, yeah. taken away yeah. from you? Yeah, so my last game I played in was, I want to say, November of 2019. And then uh, just been working and training and throwing uh, ever since. Yeah, 2020 was supposed to be a big year. Uh, it was supposed to be my first year with the team. Uh, but yeah, but ultimately we ended up canceling our season all the way into, I want to say August, if I'm not mistaken. And then uh, they actually pushed back the start of the 2021 season into July, which, uh, you know, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't the plan originally. Usually the CFL season starts in June and training camps are in May. Um, so there was, yeah, there was a lot of waiting around a lot of, uh, yeah, just a lot of just antsy, just, just wanting to get back into it and, and uh, you know, make sure that, that, that we're still, you know, in our primes and uh, you know, we're, we're still in the game that, that we love. So it's great to be back, but yeah, that was a, that was a long drought there for a lot of us. There was a, uh, a lot of questioning, but ultimately we're here, so that's all that matters. How did it feel to be out there? Like, was it was it fast? Was it was the the gameplay fast? How did it feel your first time back? It was, yeah, it's definitely fast. I mean, it, any any time you make a level jump from high school, high school, college, college, the pros, like, yeah, there's definitely an adjustment period. I would I would say that first quarter definitely was uh, was was definitely quick, and uh, you know my eyes were moving a little bit faster than I than I would have liked them to. But there's just not really much you can do to simulate just being put in a game, thrown in the fire like that. Uh, so it takes a little bit of time. Luckily, it it, it 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 felt like it was getting more and more comfortable as the game went on. And 
and uh, you know we, we ended up getting better results as a team uh, throughout the game. So yeah, it was it was definitely fast paced. Um, you know the game out here is is challenging. Uh, it takes an adjustment period, especially for the American guys, just because of just the different nuances, the rules, the the, the field length, and how how big it really is. Uh, the 12 players on the field, rather than it being 11 on 11 football, it's 12 on 12. So that that definitely takes some time to learn and all the different terminology and coverages that come with that. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, I mean, it's it's getting it's getting better and better every day for me. So I uh, just got to keep that going. What? Uh, when did this opportunity open up for you, or, or when did, did you did you try out for the Canadian Football League? Did you get scouted? Um, how, how do you choose to make that that jump up north? Yeah, so uh, for American players, they have what's called the negotiation list, and what that is is I, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, all the teams get I think tw- ten or twelve players or so that they're um, American-born players or. Uh, you know, players from other countries where they can put them on their negotiation list. And because we're, we're not eligible for their draft, right? So it's, it's the Can- only the Canadian born players get drafted. So at Davis going into my senior year, I was put on Calgary's negotiation list. And I think I was one of two or three other quarterbacks. Um, and when I ended up coming out of Davis, uh, they were really interested in me and they, you know, they, they talked to my agent a lot and, and sent over a contract um, before even the NFL draft and, and all that stuff took place. So um, I always knew that, you know, I wanted to I wanted to play for this organization. I knew I wanted to come up here and play ball. Um, I just, you know, ultimately wanted the, the NFL to kind of take its course and see what happens and see what opportunity might have been there. And, you know, ultimately uh, there really wasn't anything. And I was super grateful and excited to come up here. So. I, I had known and, and been doing my research and, and I, I've been, I, I had been looking forward to coming up here for over a year. Um, as soon as I found out that I was on their list of players that they wanted to talk to, um, I was super excited. And I just, I just started thinking about it more and more, watching more games and, and doing my research. So yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, one of those things where, you know, they were in contact with me early on in the process and, and uh, ended up being a great fit. Big Sky Conference Player of the Year, right? Uh, yeah, in 2018. Yeah, not a big deal, John. Wow, that's pretty good. Pretty <laughs> sick, huh? Uh, how how long did it take you to adjust to the rules? Like, did you just put your face in a yearbook or in a uh, rule book and just be like, "All right, fuck"? There's three downs here. There's freaking <laughs> like, how did that work? Uh, yeah, so that, that definitely takes some time. I mean, you don't, you try not to do it all in one night in one sitting, uh, training camp was huge for that. Uh, but I will say, I do have to admit, like when you first take the field and your first, you know, whatever scrimmage or even seven on seven periods or, you know, any, t- like those first couple practices, um, you just see a bunch of bodies. I mean, you'd be surprised at how much just that one extra defender, uh, you know, how much that just makes your eyes a little confused. Like when you first get going, you first start looking out there and, and, uh, but it, you get used to it as it goes. And then, yeah, the three down thing is, is, uh, something that was probably the easiest to, you know, pick up. I mean, it, it is what it is. Like that, that's how the game's played and, and, uh, wasn't, wasn't confusing or anything. It just does. Just four minus one. Like, just, it, it just, it, yeah, it just, <laughs> it just does make the game a little bit more challenging to get first downs. I mean, 
you know, you have, you know, if your first down play doesn't go well, then now you're basically in American terms, you're basically in, in your third down and it's third and long, or in this case, it's second and long. And, uh, you know, the defense can, can do a bunch of different things to get you off the field, whether they pressure you or they just drop in coverage and there's eight or nine guys in coverage. Um, yeah, so that, that, that can be a challenge. So it is all about first down efficiency and uh, taking care of the football and then taking your shots when, when they're presented to you. You know, you try not to be too aggressive because, you know, you want, you got to make sure you're, you're getting yourself second and manageable out here. So, yeah, I, w- I would say that was, that was the uh, adjustment period for sure. That's interesting. So do you, do you think, or do you know, were these rules created because like they think that like, cause they have advantages, the game's a little more fun to watch or something, or was this like kind of like how U.S. started driving on the other side of the road of Brit- the British because they were like, fuck off? <laughs> that- That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I like to pride myself on being a bit of a historian when it comes to football, but uh, that, that I do not know. I don't I don't know where the origin of the rules started. Um, I do know that it's been like that forever. I mean, this league's been around for, I, I want to say, over 100 years. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a very, very – tradition oriented league that takes a lot of pride in their brand of football and it is uh it's benefited a lot of american players i mean you can look at the list of some of the people some of the american players that have arrived out here whether it's doug flutie uh warren moon you know all those guys they they came up here and really made a name for themselves and 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 thankfully for us canada you know they they open us american guys with open arms and and uh, so, yeah, I mean, we try not to worry about the rules or the differences, you know, as we, we're just grateful to be out here and be able to play football, you know, how, however the game's played out here, we, we accept it. And, and uh, you know, there's, there's, there's hardly ever, in a, 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 hardly ever a comparison on our end. I mean, we, we understand where we're at. And uh, like I said, we're just grateful for the league, you know, to, to bring us in. The Grey Cup, John. That's the Super Bowl out there. Mm. The Grey Cup. We'll see the Stampeders uh, in the Grey oh Cup yeah, the this Grey year. Cup. Enough yep. of the comparisons, yep. Paul. <laughs> there's been some – there. well, right now, there's some legit-ass quarterbacks in the CFL right now. I mean, you obviously oh, – yeah. you got freaking like Fajardo, who was playing at Nevada way back in the day. Kalaros, who was yep. playing over there at Cincinnati. Vern yep. Adams, former Duck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some legit-ass dudes. I mean, it's pretty sweet that you like got this opportunity and you're taking advantage of it. Oh, it is great. I mean, I I, I want to say three out of the nine or even four out of the nine came from at one point they were in the Big Sky Conference. I know Vernon. Oh fuck uh, yeah, dude! He went he went to Gore he went to Oregon in his fifth year, but he was at Eastern Washington. Yep. Our starting quarterback here went to Eastern Washington. Uh, the starting quarterback for Matt Nichols. He plays for Ottawa. Ottawa. He went to Eastern Washington, and I went to UC Davis. So yeah, it's a very proud. Uh, you know the CFL is is uh, has a lot of big sky quarterbacks. Our, our head coach went to University of Montana and he played 15 years in, in the CFL. So um, yeah, I don't I don't know why that is. But it just kind of just works out that way. Seems like a coincidence. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of really really talented quarterbacks in this league, and and it is a league that relies heavily on the quarterback, right? Like you have to be able to move the ball, and and uh, it's a it's a passing league. I mean, it's not like you know, the NFL where you can run the ball 30, 35 times a game and and uh, come out victorious. I mean, you really have to throw the football you know, 35, 40 times a game. And, uh, yeah, so it's fun. QB's dream, that's for sure. Big field, a lot of great receivers. Uh, so that, that's what makes it exciting, I think. 
was it tough to adjust from the brittleness and just the meanness of coach uh, Peabody to uh, <laughs> to the niceness of the people of Canada? Because you know, know that, you know that Peabody's a little bit of a Grinch, that son of a bitch. I don't know what you're talking about. Peabody is one of the nicest people, one of the most supportive coaches <laughs> I've, I've, ever, I've ever had. And I say that laughing, but I'm, I'm actually serious. I mean, he he was exactly the coach that I I thrive with. I mean, I, I love being challenged, and you know, I love being told when I'm not doing something right, you need to pick it up, which he lives for. <laughs> and uh, and he he'll pat you on the back and give you a big hug and, and you know tell you tell you he loves you and, and that's that's great too so um yeah no there's there's no adjustment there me and coach peabody we always got along we always saw eye to eye we were both competitive people so as long as you can match his competitive energy uh he's got your back so no it, yeah, there wasn't much much of a much of a change there um but but you're absolutely right i mean i know there is a narrative that you know canadians are very friendly people and 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 uh you know, very welcoming. And that's true. There they are. They're very, very nice people. A lot of, a lot of our, my Canadian teammates are some of the best people I've ever met just on a personal level. So, uh, yeah, but not much adjustment. You got to take it easy on Peabody now. He's, uh, he's now, done a lot. He's now done we're, a lot for the Palm Beach area. we're, uh, we're probably the biggest Peabody fans on oh, planet yeah, earth. I know. I know yes. We absolutely I know. love Peabody. That's our guy. We'll go to, absolutely. we'll go to war for that guy. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> John, you got anything else for him? Uh, I got I got two questions. Okay, let's go. What uh, this two part question, but they're not related. Okay. okay. What are the grocery stores like? That's a good question. And the other question is, like, what are the stadiums like, and how many people go to the games? Okay, so the grocery stores out here are like America. I mean, there's a Safeway down the street from my apartment as we speak. Uh, there's a Walmart. Uh, there's a couple, couple more expensive places uh, that I don't spend a lot of time in as of now. Okay. Uh, maybe later on, but not yet. And then when it comes to the stadiums, let's see. Our stadium, I think for the first three weeks of the season, we we would get around anywhere between twenty to twenty-four thousand people. Whoa, and dude, they love their it. CFL out there, don't they? No, it's 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 electric. Out here. Oh, so yeah, it's, it's loud. Oh, it's sick oh, out yeah. there, John. We got to go to a game. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys do. You guys, you guys got to come up and check it out and experience it. I mean, it's the stadiums are really nice. Depends where you go. Like on the East Coast right now, it's a little a little slower with attendance just because of the restrictions. But uh, these, these West West Coast teams, um, Sask, shoot, they get about 35,000, 40,000 people, I think. Wow. Uh, Winnipeg, the defending champs, they had a big crowd in their first opening weekend. So, yeah, it's it's exciting, man. People people love CFL football. It's uh, it's a pretty hot commodity, especially right now, just because this is kind of the, the first crack of live sports in a long time for for the country. You know, they they've had a lot of things shut down, and I think the Blue Jays actually just went back to Toronto, if I'm not mistaken, maybe a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, I mean, we're it's a fun event. I mean, it's a bit of a show now, and uh, and you know, they got your back, believe it or not. I mean, we started 0 two and. I thought to myself, oh man, we're 0 2. I hope the I hope we still have support. And shoot, game three rolls around and 20, 25,000 people again. I mean, just you know, just excited, excited to be there and be a part of something again. I think that's what people are thriving on right now. How famous are you out there? Oh, I'm not famous at all. No, you know me. You know me. I'm I'm an undersized 
quarterback. I don't. I'm not impressive looking. I don't have big muscles. I don't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know what I look like. Yeah. You could. But I'm not. I don't. I don't stick out in a crowd. You know that. That's a good point. But, but you got that sexy American accent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well. Yeah. There's plenty. There's plenty of those out here, though. Come on. You wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell. You sure know how to freaking drive the football down the field. I know that. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of work. A lot of work puts in. You know. You know how it goes. All right, Jake. Oh, by the way. Uh, I got a buddy of mine, one of my best friends, Alden Darby's his name. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Uh, he, yeah, Darby, yeah. Yeah, Darb Dig. He plays for Winnipeg. So, And you play yep. Winnipeg this week, don't you? We do play Winnipeg at Winnipeg. They're a hell of a team. Great coaching. Uh, great Cup champs as of 2019. So we got our work cut out. We got to go in there and make something happen. Fuck yeah, dude. Get a W. Run him over. If you see Darb in the <laughs> secondary, run him over. Ah oh, man, I don't think I don't think you watched me play at all when I was at Long Beach. <laughs> what have, have I ever done? That? That's a good point, man. That's a good point. Hey, thanks for joining the show, Jake. We appreciate it, man. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me on, guys. Keep go- keep killing it. Uh, congrats on all the success uh, throughout your career so far, man. And yeah, man, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, Paul. Thank you. All thanks, right, bro. Jake. See you, Jake. Oh wow, hey, that's one of your little drawings. Here goes Paul vaults over the thing. Here it goes, and there he is. What a guy. What a dude that we could root for going forward. I I gotta watch this next game. Versus Darby, that's oof. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. Darb remember because Darb was playing for Toronto, mm-hmm. got traded to Winnipeg in the offseason, I believe. Big trade. You know, I'm a big Darb guy, as you know. Through and through. He's like my brother. Yeah. But who do you root for? Your brother or your nephew? Well, that's a good point. What have you done for me lately? Mm. That's that's the lead that I play for, John. Yeah. Uh, Jake Mayer. I'm hoping that he just absolutely dominates. He's awesome. Great dude. I think he's more famous than he's than he let on. I think on. so too. I think so too. I think he, his name's in the paper right now. But you know, and he's on the the top rated podcast in Long Beach as well, that's true. which is a big deal. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think you're right. But I, you know what it is? He's all, He was already a nice guy in general. Great dude. Mm. Uh, covered him over there at Long Beach City, obviously. Once you go to Canada, I think you just become two times nicer. Yeah. Don't you? Uh, I'm assuming. I uh, I also wonder what... Think about Sidney Crosby, how nice that guy is. Yeah, that guy's so nice. Uh, is he? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Corey Perry, though. <sighs> what a mean guy. Yeah, what a mean... Yeah, but he was living in Anaheim. Bad now. apple, huh? Yeah, true. Uh, what I what I wonder is, like, when you live in Canada, it's not the USA. The USA has, like, most of the best sports. Right. Are the headlines about, like, NBA, NFL, or the headlines, like, let's say you've been getting the uh, Montreal, um, whatever. Times. News, the Montreal Times. Forever. Yeah. Who are they talking about? Are they talking about Jake Mayer? Are they talking about Odell Beckham Jr.? I think they're talking about Jake Mayer. I'll be honest. I think so, too. Especially because they're smack dab in the middle of their season right mm. now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, got pushed back a little bit. But, and they're, they're but you know how we treat the MLS. But that's different, though, I think. Okay. Because the CFL, as you know, is huge out there in Canada. Yeah. Been around forever. 100 years. So, I'm, assu- I'm assuming that he's on the front page. I liked when he said... Uh, he said... Uh, I pride myself on being a bit of a football historian. And then he just rattled off some historic facts. Yeah, that was fucking sweet. Just to prove it. Just to back it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. I respect. Just in case we had any doubts. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, you guys are doubting me? Fuck off. 
Warren Moon, Doug Flute. Yeah. Bam. Have you ever watched a CFL game, John? I told you I have late at night. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is awesome. I, yeah. So how big is this field? I think it's 120 yards. Is it wider? The way he was explaining it, I it think it sounded is wider. wider. I was picturing just this wide field. I don't know if it's that much wider, but I okay. think it's got to be. 12 guys. Well, it's 12 guys. Yeah. I didn't know the 12 guys part, John. I'll be honest. I thought I was 11. That would freak a quarterback out, right? Yeah, because you're you're identifying coverages your whole life. You are are they playing a cover four? Are they playing a you know man to man two cover up but the top two safeties? Now you got an extra guy out there. Yeah. Now you're playing cover seven. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. You think that I could be a quarterback still? No, you your bones hurt when you. Yeah, get that's up. true. But if I had freaking, I could be Jake Mayer's understudy. I'll yeah. be his backup quarterback any day of the week. He'd take care of you. Great, dude. Uh, we should go visit him. 100% in. How close is Calgary to Milwaukee? Oh, God. It's got to be somewhat. Well, near. Calgary sounds West Coast. It is West Coast. I, if, I, if I'm if i being honest with you, John, I'm not even saying this because Jake was just on our show, but if I had to move to Canada, I think Calgary would be one of the spots I'd move to. It just sounds sweet. Just see. I asked that Calgary, huh, Calgary thing because one time i heard barry melrose say calgary oh and i thought that maybe he knew something that i didn't you know what i mean dude it's only 22 hours away it's nothing in a car yeah so worth it that's like driving to texas that's not like driving to texas dallas (laughs) i bet dallas is about 18 hours away oh yeah you want to bet no all right sounds like a fact you know no I i don't know Okay, I bet it's like 15, 14. That sounds about more more right. Uh, all right, you want to get to the rest of the show? Yeah. You got anything else about uh, Jake Mayer and him killing it? Uh, no, that guy was awesome. And me delivering? You delivered. Whoa! Huh? Dallas is 20 hours away? Well, That's for, well, traffic. Well. You got uh, Arizona traffic. You don't have any traffic going up through Montana. You just don't know the country like I do, John. Yeah. Well, you know more about Canada than me. You're a Canadian guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's all I got. Uh, let's get to the rest of the show. I got a couple of things for you. We'll shut yeah. her down and get the hell out of here. Recording a little earlier than normal, John. Oh, yeah. You going to put it up earlier? Uh, we'll see. Okay. Maybe make the fans sweat a little bit, eh? Yeah. All right. First. Oh, I don't know if you saw this. The Long Beach Marathon's coming back this October. I'm so sick and tired of marathons. Yeah. I'm tired of just thinking about them. I will, I, I will never understand why people would go pay money to run that far. I don't know, John. I just don't know. It doesn't make any... How could that possibly draw more than 12 people? And you know what? It's kind of selfish if you ask me. Because they're just showing how... Like, look what I can do and look what you can't. Like, that's kind of bullshit if you ask me. But it's just, it's literally just something everyone can do. Okay, everyone can run. Oh, I ran really long time. Give me a, give me a shirt. Not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get. <laughs> now, the bumper stickers are kind of sweet, though. I kind of want to buy a bumper sticker that says 26.2? Oh, yeah, those are sweet. Oh, yeah. Who, who decided decided 
Is marathon a mo- a, a, a measurement? Well, she get something to say like 25.9, but still proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking funny. Yeah. Man. I'd be down. Uh, it is marathon a unit of measurement. Yep. Cause why is it 26.2 miles? Is that like, it's from Greece. You don't know that's how far the guy ran from marathon to Athens. Something like that. Say it again. Some messenger back in ancient Greece had to run the message because there weren't cell phones. Oh. So he had to run that long. I'm Is pretty that sure. true? Yeah. Hermes? I think it was Hermes, the messenger god. Yeah. I know my shit. <laughs> Greek mythology, dude. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty sweet. I, I like old Hermes. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's something to do with that. Why do you think we decided to do not the metric system? The, oh, speaking of that, I'm pretty sure Canada does the metric system. Well, we we did it because we wanted to say F you. We didn't like the British. Oh, right? that's why. That's probably so. it. Um, but who, who created the first non-metric system? But also, why does Long Beach do a marathon? It makes no why, sense. Some others, like that would be prime something that like, I don't know. Some shitty, like City of Orange. <laughs> yeah. Like, City of Orange would probably host a sh- like an epic marathon. Yeah. It'd be perfect. And be like, oh, that makes sense. Something something to get some weird people that like running over City of Orange and they can go have like some LaCroix after. It's kind of a big deal though, the Long Beach Marathon. Like you get dudes from freaking like Zimbabwe coming over here to run that marathon. Yeah. Also how much do, how, do you make money? How much do these like African marathoners spend on travel? So much. Probably they probably run. It can't be they probably run there. <laughs> Can you? It's practice. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're probably right. Because you can't... Africa is not connected to... I don't think so. Not by any, land. Not anymore. Well, they got the Cape. Cape Horn. Or is it like Cape Cod? No, that's Cape up Horn. There. Cape Horn. Yeah. See, I knew. Madagascar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, John. Uh, they, they probably do spend a lot of money. I'm assuming. Like... You can't win that much money if you come in fifth. I think that's why they train harder. Oh. You got to train hard. That makes sense. Americans have no discipline. No work ethic. Yeah. Absolutely not. Shameful. And they they have to like run to the well and get water and shit, don't they? Look at us here. But do you understand that anyone can jog and they just do it for a longer time? Like big deal? Like, like we imagine sitting on the couch for three days. Why isn't that an event? That's yeah, tough. It should be. You get the restless. Per- the perfect sit. Yeah. I've done it. Through a whole <laughs> game, just sit there. Not three hours, three days. Yeah, I know, but it's still hard to do three hours. Yeah, three hours is tough. You got to pee. You just get restless. You got to get going. Not me. Yeah. I'm sick of... I I could sit down for six days straight. Wouldn't even have a problem with it. You know how some people are like, oh, I got to get out. I got to do this. Yeah. I get... I get sick of just watching TV all day. Not me. I could watch TV all day for seven days a week, and wouldn't even it wouldn't even blink an eye. I'm trying to remember who did I interview for the magazine, or did we interview someone who said like it was a retired guy, and he said I love retirement. And I was like, why? He's like, well, for one, I love watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was it was somebody we interviewed. What a, what a smart like finally someone who admits it. Wasn't it's it awesome. Gooch? Oh yeah. It was Gooch. It was Gooch. He loves watching TV. Yeah. 
Wow, you're right. Which I respect. Yeah. Thanks for like thanks for finally telling the truth, you know? So true. Like we're gonna love watching TV when we retire. I can't wait for retirement. <sighs> Just going out and golfing whenever I want, come back home. You're not a go out guy though. Yeah, but you know, every once in a while, one day a week, yeah. get out there in the morning, come back, have a couple of mimosas at about ten AM. Wow. That don't sound too bad. Watch the old telly. Watch the telly. Watch. Uh, well, the, it was Gooch. That was a great line. Watch the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Stampeders play against each other in the morning. That don't sound too bad. <laughs> Sunday, by the way, John. Okay. Check it out. I will. It's probably on ESPN somewhere. Maybe ESPN Plus. Okay. I'll give you my account. Uh, yeah, so Long Beach Marathon. Be on the lookout. I will. You know what else? Fuck that bullshit where they... Uh, block off Bellflower for these runners. Yeah, find a new route. There, there's no reason they can't be on the sidewalk. Yeah, totally agree. No reason. Or just stay downtown, running circles. Don't come on my side of town. Yeah. Open up Padres opening up. Just freaking run in there for a, a little bit. Uh, I'm over they, it. Have they ever heard of treadmills? Exactly. <laughs> That's what they should do. Who? Well, that'd be pretty fun. Who could last on a treadmill for the longest at the same speed? Uh, I'd be good. You know how they have those... Those guys from OK Go. What is that? That band that did that music video on the treadmill. Oh, I, I don't know. That sounds sick, though. It's like the people, if you put your hand on the car, and whoever can keep the hand oh, on Oh, yeah. It'd be something like that. That's a good one. We need more of that yeah, around Yeah, we here. do. I would way rather Long Beach host that than a bullshit yeah. marathon. Yeah. It's not even a sick marathon like the Boston Marathon or something, you know? I think they're all crazy. Oh. All right, next, John. I don't know if you saw this. Restoration. No way. Is for sale right now. Whoa. The building. Cause she, uh, what's her name? Is she in jail? Did she? She fled uh, the country. I think she, she's probably in Canada. She's probably in Mexico. You kidding me? She's for sure in Mexico. Do you think? Did she get more backlash or not backlash? More backlash. You think so? Yeah, that's because I remember how surprised I was that, like, well, because even guys like us gave her backlash after she, like, almost killed everyone. She took it She took it a step too far. She took it a little bit too she, like, far. stole those people's gas line and yeah, then, like, that was messed rough. it up. Yeah, that, that was rough. rough. Uh, you can't you, do you that. You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> I respected what she was trying to do. She was Yeah, when she was just, like, fighting the good fight, like, serving people, like, with her mask on or whatever, that's all good. You can't you can't get into gas and electric if you don't know gas and no, electric. No, no, totally agree. If you didn't go to trade school, you can't do that bullshit. Uh, yeah, so restoration for sale, $2.3 million, John. For that little place? That is insanity. I mean... Well? Well, uh, is it big? I haven't been to restoration in a long time. All right. If all our listeners Venmo us $0.3 million, we'll open it. Yep. That's not that much. No, we can... 0.3 mil? What is that? 300,000? Oh, yeah. You're probably right. 30%. Yeah. 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 300. Yeah. Uh, We got some rich-ass people out there that listen to our show. Mm Mm-hmm. Or just like... Venmo is like twenty bucks, and then Ven- then tell your friends to. Ven- if we get three hundred people to Venmo, a hundred dollars, we're in good shape. Well, the crazy thing right now about restoration, Paul, huh, is that it's under restoration. That's true. It's a good point. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm, we could probably put a team together, though. You know how, like, people buy uh, baseball teams? Like, Magic mm. Johnson gets yeah. together with a bunch of other rich people. We could put together a bunch of rich people. True. We're pretty cool. I know Mercedes Lewis. That's true. That's a good start. That's really true. Who else? Jake Mayer. How much? We know Bezos. We, we don't know. We're not, what about Bezos' We're not going to ask, but I bet Jake's pulling a little cash after that win. After that first win? Uh-huh. You kidding me? You might sign a Next a, contract? A multi-year extension, probably. Yeah. Eh? Bezos is not on our good side. No, but his wife is. I oh, thought. his wife is for sure. She, oh, she wants to give away money. And she knows LBCC, and that's where Jake Mayer went. There's Holy a connection there. smokes. I can't believe that she's dating some guy to help her give away money. Is that what's happening? Wasn't that the story? You told me she, that. I think. Isn't she dating a teacher? Yeah, her and, son's teacher. Or and something. she said he's going to help me help me be philanthropic or something. Is that what I said? Like, there's no way that dude's not like hitting every buffet with that money now. Fucking like, yeah, I'm sure I would. there's so much. I'm sure he's giving it away too. But like, he's not a saint. That no. guy is. Heck no. That guy's eating well right now. Heck no. You know what's crazy is Jeff Bezos had to get rid of like what a billion dollars and he's still a billionaire probably. So crazy. That's disgusting. Yeah. That amount of money's nuts. Could you imagine that in your bank account instead of seven hundred dollars? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty fucking nuts. Yeah. Does he even have a bank account? Does he just own a bank? I don't even yeah, know. maybe he just owns a bank. At what point works. do you just have so much money that you, you don't buy even... A bank. You have so much money that you don't even have money. Yeah, that's where he's at. That's where he's at. He's like creating freaking... Like, to-go ice cream dispensers now. Do you even enjoy... Do you like even have just like cereal ever? I like You don't cereal. think he has cereal, huh? I don't know. What do you think he has for breakfast? Eggs Benedict, probably. Yeah. Hollandaise and shit. Oh, that's some good stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, you got to be rich to have Hollandaise. Yeah. You just do. At, <laughs> at what point At what point do you enjoy being rich? Or at what point do you stop love being rich? Might be a better question. Never. I think you love it. Really? Yeah. Like, you get to a million and you're like... Dude, this is sick. Or do you get to like? I think you get to thirty million, and you're like, "Whoa, whoa. this is awesome!" Yeah, and you could do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. You could get so much Hollandaise. All right, uh, that's yeah. So restoration is for sale. Who who buys buildings like that? Who's selling it? Not Dana Why not Tanner, us? right? No. She was just renting it out. She was renting it. So out. who who owned the building? Oh, they're selling it because the gas is all messed up. Oh, you're probably right. Because she stole it all. She siphoned it all. <laughs> she freaking siphoned all the gas. Yeah, uh, it's for sale. I guess if you're doing monthly, she was paying. Let's see. I got the thing right here. She was paying about. For about 4700 a month is what she was paying for rent. But you could easily get five grand a month for it. That's what they said. Yeah. 
I think we were. You want to be the property owner? We don't have that kind of cash. No, 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 no. You uh, just want to start a restaurant there. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. We can make five grand a month. I could come up with that. That's way easier than coming up with two point three million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It but is. it'd be sweet to own it, though. You know what I mean? It would be nice. And then you get five grand a month. Yeah, that'd be nice. All right. Uh, next. Oh, speaking of Bezos, Bezos. Speaking of Bezos and like rich people, Rocket Lab. You ever heard of Rocket Lab? Mm-hmm. It's in Long Beach now, John. Rocket Lab going to Mars. It's going to Mars. Next month, I think. Next month. Yeah, going to Mars. We've talked about it before. For what? Well, I don't know. No, I'm reading a book now. Yeah, you're an alien guy now. Yeah, there you're might a be truther. Some, there might be some aliens out there. Now I'm kind of in on space travel. Because what if there are aliens? We're going to hang out with them? But the, if they're already coming to our place, well... I mean, Earth's dope. We could just throw the party every time. But don't we want to check out their place? What if it's sick? Oh, I guess we're going in 2024. Okay. September 2024. I was thinking September next month. That makes more sense. Yeah. Have we ever been to Mars? I mean, if Calgary's 22 hours. How far is that, you think? It's got to be so far. A couple days, like a week. Can you Google Maps Mars? Uh, Yeah, look it up. See if we can go on your map. Just see. So you think it's a good idea? Uh, if there's aliens, which I'm being, I'm in the middle of this book. I'm being more and more convinced, Paul. There's Mars, two thousand one hundred thirty-two miles away. That's not that bad. Ah, uh, it's in it's in uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, uh, <laughs> maybe that's what they're saying. Uh. Huh? Don't we all go to Mars? What's the deal with Mars? Why don't we go to? I think just close Venus. Well, you can't. Well, Venus is just as close. It's the it's the second planet, too I believe. Hot. Way too hot. Yeah, I think. Would Venus, you rather be hot or too hot or too cold? You'd rather be too cold because you can warm up. Wear some layers. Yeah, that's a good point. Smart. Uh. Okay, I might if you. If you can convince me to hop on board, I'll be down. Let me let me finish this book, Paul. Okay. And then I'll give you a compelling argument on either side. I haven't made up my mind, but I think there might be aliens. It might be a thing. Rocket Lab. Where where are they in Long Beach? They're over by... Uh, where that Boeing place is? Yeah. Is that what that is? They're like over there. there there's a bunch of those places over there. I feel like you just could have put something sicker out there. <laughs> like Then rockets? Yeah, I guess. Some people think rockets are sweet, but like yeah. an amusement park? Yeah. Would have been nice. Or a new brewery? Or a winery? Are you fucking kidding me? You know how cool that would be out there? Yeah. What was our idea? Oh, oh Big Bear. Open the Big Bear winery. Yeah, that is a good idea. I don't idea. mind that. I don't mind that at all. All right, let's do that. All right. Uh, all right, next. I think it's... I think that's all I got for you. What You want to do your morality segment real quick? Or do you want to go show and tell first? Either way. I'll go show and tell. Okay, show and tell. You want me to go first? I've been you? waiting for this part of the show the entire time. Yeah, sorry. I've been taking too long. Uh, show and tell, John. Okay. Uh, the best segment of the show. Great feedback on show and tell, by the way. 
Also, didn't get an email uh, from anybody. I don't know if we didn't write our emails down or we said them too fast. But we'll answer anybody's questions. Give us a five-star review. We'll read it on the air. Email me, paul.slater at lb908.com. We'll re- if you got concerns, if you need some advice. If you need advice. Anything. We mm-hmm. got your back. Maybe I did maybe I did get it and I just didn't check. Yeah, that sounds that sounds probably what... more. You, we had figured we get about 13, 14 <laughs> at least. Uh all right, show and tell, John. I got a couple of things for you, but I kind of want to save them. Yeah, just one a week, Paul. Okay. Show and tell. How about the towel? Huh? Our heads are in the same place this week are for they? sure. That's yeah. pretty sweet. I like that. Think about it though. Like just back in the day, first off, you know, taking a shower in general it's incredible. is incredible. Underrated. But think about it. Somebody took their first shower and they just were fucking wet for God knows how long, 30 minutes probably. And they're like, fuck, I wish I could be not wet anymore. Yeah. And they were like, all right, let's make some cloth. Mm-hmm. What do you think they used to the first time? for? Some leaves? Yeah. What do you think they used it for? It had to be, I, I just assume leaves for everything. Cotton. They're rubbing up on some sheep that were alive. That's probably like, we should just it, kill this. That's probably what it was, <laughs> or like a cow. Yeah, it was probably something like that. Yeah, for sure. But like, think of the, like, the timeline of the mm. towel, huh? And now all of a sudden you got like a thousand thread. Yeah, yeah. A quick drying towel. Oh, those are unbelievable. They're they're incredible. And then you got your beach towel. Then you got your you know, your hand towel. Then you got your face towel. Your paper towel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the towel wasn't, I don't know who invented it, but it was a, a goddamn genius. Yeah. Well, if they use their clothes, then their clothes are wet. That's what I mean. That's not going to work. And that's not going to work. Nope. We need a separate item for drying. Somebody, some genius, <laughs> probably the guy who invented scotch tape. Yeah. Comes up with the towel. To make sure that we're not wet anymore. I like that a lot. What do you got for me, John? You ready for this? I've been waiting for it all week, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hit me. It's pretty good. All right, hit me. Windex. You know what? I was thinking about it the other day. Were you? Yep. It just... Superior, I don't know what the hell's in there. It's light blue, and it just like nothing cleans glass like it. It makes no sense. Nothing. It makes no sense. You would think water could do it. A little soapy water, nuh-uh. No, fuck no. Soapy water is shitty. It doesn't yeah. do the job at all. Windex is just unbelievable. Streak-free, John. Yeah. And they, they're not even they're not even content. They keep coming up with new Windexes. All purpose. Yeah. And, Different colors now. Oh, by the way, kills ants. Does it? Oh, yeah. Ants hate it. Really? Yeah. They go away or it just kills them? Feared by ants. Is that what it says on Loved the Loved by glass. No, I'm making like a, a Harry Potter riddle. You, you know what the uh, a funny commercial is when they're using the Windex and the birds keep flying into the window? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of funny. Yeah. It's like so clean that birds can't see it. Yeah. Windex. I mean, it's a great, it's a great invention. Without it, our windows would be significantly more dirty, and mirrors, Paul. Yeah, 
God knows the bathroom mirror gets a little bit those water spots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who was the first person you think that came up with like water doesn't clean that well? Like it can do it can do some things. Like what's going on in these chemicals? What are I don't, I don't, even, know. I don't even know where do you get Okay, you where do you get the chemicals? So I don't sci- get it. It, do you think scientists are making Windex? Like you don't have just like a a cleaner inventor. You got to be a scientist, I think. You're just mixing baking soda and shit. Yeah, you're right. It all comes from baking soda for sure. It's got to be vinegar. Yeah. Can you? Do you think you can drink Windex? No. What's that movie where Windex was like uh, used for everything? Was that Windex? It's got to be something. All right, filibuster real quick. Uh, well, Paul, fall is coming, but it's not here yet, and I'm tired of people acting like it is fall with these. My big fat Greek wedding. Okay, nice. They use Windex for everything. Really? Yeah. Those Greeks, we talk about all the time. Those Greeks, I think it's the greatest of the civilizations. They they invented a lot. They're small. How big is Greece? The size of can't be that big. It ain't bigger than Texas. Can't be. Invented a lot. The marathon. Windex. Windex. That's two of the greatest things that's ever been invented. The Olympics. The Olympics. Without the Greeks, there would be no Michael Phelps. How pissed would the guys who invented the Olympics that were just like naked wrestling each other? Be that they have like thirteen year old skateboarders in it. Yeah, that'd be so. They would be so pissed. One, their clothes are on, and they'd be. And two, that's just no. That's actually a great point. That's actually a great point. Uh, All right, do you have uh, Windex? What a goddamn invention that was! Yeah, eh? it was a good invention. Do you got anything else? I'm a morality. Okay, you want go ahead. Well, you were talking about the wine bar, as we know. I played this weekend, seven to ten, Friday and Saturday. Yep. Yep. You know, crushed it, yada, yada, yada. Uh, it was brought to my attention that, you know, I got my bartenders there. They're giving yeah. me free wine all night, yeah. whatever. I've never tipped them. Oh. So, but I'm the musician who who brings people in. It's like a proven fact. That's why they pay me. The, the owner says, right. I'm going to pay you. And I'm going to give you free wine. That's part of the deal. They're not just doing it down out of the back. And then they love when I play because they get more tips because okay. everyone tips on their receipts. Okay. But am I supposed to be tipping them? I never thought of it. So you're thinking, John, you're thinking, why don't we all be a team? You, the bartenders, you're all one. We're all one. But they are treating you separately as kind of another customer, not part of the team. So no, you no, no, got to no. tip them. They didn't bring it up to me. Uh, who did? A third party. Uh, I think this third party is full of shit. <laughs> That's what I think. Like, do you think I need to be tipping? Them? I don't think so. Because it's not. It's not like. A, it's not the same as like a waiter tipping the bartender. I don't think. No. I. Uh. Huh? It's not the same as a waiter tipping a busboy. That's a fact. No, it's not. Is it the same as a waiter? I don't think you should. I didn't even think about that. I figured they... Why? It had never crossed my mind. They should be tipping you. If anything. And they do. They give me the wine. But that's part of the the deal. I think I could see it if 
if like I don't get free wine, but they're just giving me free wine. Why don't you send your glass of wine back and just bring some Cathedral Creek? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're tipping them. Now they owe you one. It's all a game of who owes who now, John. And now you got the upper hand. Yeah. You should just bring them Cathedral Creek and be like, check out how good this is. Blow them away. 11 bucks should be 55. Is it a lit? No, it's like six. I know. It's even better. (laughs) You just want to sound cool? Yeah. Yeah. Get out. (laughs) Get out of here with you buying $11 wine. Could. Most ridiculous thing ever. Not be me. Maybe it's a... Maybe it's a gift for a fancy if a, occasion. Oh, if it's a gift, I'll go over ten bucks. If it's not, I wouldn't be caught dead no, buying wine over you eleven can't. dollars. How good does it feel when you go for like the eight ninety nine though? Yeah, it does feel after good. a really good week or a really tough week, and you just want to cheer yourself up. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, all right. That, that's all you got. So what's your what's your answer? I I don't need to tip. Them. I don't think you should tip them. I don't think you need to. Because you're th- you're providing a service as well. Yeah. We're all a team. You're all a team. I think you're all one team. And I just think, like, I would have thought of it on my own, like, if it was a tip situation. Like, someone, right. if someone goes out of their way and does something for you, you're like, all right. I think you're good. Okay, I think I'm good, too. I Thanks. think you're good. Do you want me to ask uh, the bartenders? No. I'll go in undercover and be like, hey, does this guy tip you? <laughs> and see what they say. Well, they'll say you want me no. <laughs> yeah, but then be like, did you expect that? Something like that. And then they'll say, say no, no, I don't think so. No. And then bam. But they'll but then they'll say, but it would be nice. Oh, Who wouldn't fuck. say that? Yeah, that's a good point. I just feel like if I was the bartender and you were playing, I would feel like you're part of my team. Yeah. So you don't need to tip me. Like you're getting the tips on the receipts. I don't get that. Yeah, true. They're not sharing with you. Just the wine. Yeah. All right. I think we solved it. Okay. All right, uh, John. I got one more thing. It's the 908 Athlete of the Week. Fuck. I mean, we're kind of hot right now on the 908 Athlete of the Weeks. So, my 908 Athlete of the Week is J.P. Crawford. Ooh. Should we get him on next week? I would, John. I really would. He's one of my best friends, as you know. Our best friends. Uh, But they are scorching hot right now. Yep. The Mariners. They're only three games back of the wild card. That's wild. Can you believe that? Because of him? He's playing well. Wow. He's one of their their best players. I bring him up because someone on Twitter the other day was talking about him being too flashy. Not being too flashy, but just like smiling and all this shit on the field. And he responded on Twitter saying, he's like, oh yeah, we forgot we can't have any fun out on the ball on the ball field. Such a great response. Yeah, it's, it's a like, good dude, response. fuck off. Yeah. If you he's having a great time out there. Give him and they're winning. So, yeah, he could freaking do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't he have fun? It's a game. They're playing a game. They're not freaking, like, performing surgery. I'm in. I know. I'm not yelling at you. You're fu- well, you're fired up. I am. Well, because yeah. I created the make baseball fun your again Your team movement. fun. Yeah. Make, yep. I was, the, I was on the forefront. I'm a forefather yeah. of the make baseball fun again movement. By the way, I don't want... Too many people on my bandwagon, it though. You like the traditional, yeah. You like me saying ah, yeah, but that's... ah, JP, settle down. But John, there is no me without you. you yeah, know what I mean, but I, I think I like making baseball fun. I do too. Now, do I like certain traditional things? You bet your ass. Right. That's why I love the CFL. It's a traditional <laughs> league. 
Well, you it's know, been around a hundred. Well, you know, there we don't need to get fancy with the four downs, and you do what you can do in three, you can do in four, and vice versa. And I don't know. And everything's bigger in Canada, as you know, John. And uh, <laughs> so we make the field a little bigger. We put a couple more people on the field, and uh, I know how. I know why they did that. Why? Because they're so damn nice that probably someone else just wanted to play. Exactly. I was That's just exactly it. That. I was just. We literally that. realized why. Yep. That's awesome. It like, took a whole show to finally figure out why. Oh, friends, Terry wants to join. Can we make room for one more? Oh, you bet your ass we can. Oh, we'll have to have, add someone to our side, too, to make things fair. Oh, I got a friend. His name's Justin. <laughs> well, let's bring him on out. All right, fellas. Oh, I got one more question. Uh, let's let us let our, our listeners kind of ponder this as we go home. Okay. It's a Harry Potter question. Okay. In number three, the Prisoner of Azkaban, they go yeah. back in time. They couldn't be seen, though, because mm-hmm. it would mess up the timeline a little bit, and mm-hmm. then people would they would think that they're crazy if they're mm-hmm. seeing themselves. But remember when Buckbeak gets his head chopped off, mm-hmm. and they took Buckbeak away? Mm-hmm. When they went back in time, they took him away. Mm-hmm. But the other group was up there watching him get his head chopped off. Wouldn't they have seen them taking Buckbeak away? I'm pre- Did you just watch it? Just watched it. I'm pretty sure they all wince. Yeah, but before even that they came out. No, but they're hidden. You think they were, go, they're, they were walking That's why still? they had the new director with the layers. It's all about the layers because they can't see certain things. You got the haystacks over there, the pumpkins. Uh, okay. No, it was close. It was a close call. Yeah. Definitely. I'm just saying. No, no. I got Christopher Columbus's back on this one. I don't think Chris Columbus was the director of this one, was he? Well, I got his back. Who's better, the new Dumbledore or the old Dumbledore? Oh, boy. I voted new on on that Instagram poll that was going around. Yeah, new. And I hated him at first, Paul. We all did. but Yeah, we did. We did. Because I loved old Dumbledore. He just couldn't do it, the, the new Dumbledore could. The old Dumbledore, if you think the old Dumbledore is better than the new Dumbledore, you're a psychopath. You should be checked into a psych, psych ward. Old Dumbledore couldn't defeat Voldemort. Oh. Hell no. In the ministry? <laughs> was it was old Dumbledore a little wiser? Maybe. But the new Dumbledore was maybe just a little bit less wise, but so goddamn like elusive with his but with the his new wand. one's more cunning. Very cunning. That's a good point. Yeah. Alright, let's get the hell out of here, Crafty. John. Uh John. Yeah. Life is great in the 908. Shoot, shoot. So shoot your shot. shot. What you gonna do when I come through bad?
Yeah. Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?